0: Hey Owen, want to record a podcast?
1: As <laughs> <laughs> your offering. intro. <laughs> I am single. I did get drunk. I did buy Tinder Prime, and i fully regretted it. But yeah, <laughs> here we go.
0: Little Messi drove my nana to drink. Uh, he sells Hot Wheels out of his jacket.
1: <laughs> I'd like to think that he knew that John Terry was a huge Saturday's fan. I like Campbell's oh, soup man. is a is a is a big deal. LA is Jay from *Inbetweeners*. Luigi, don't oh. quit your day job, mate. Who do you think is more handsome? Shabby Wonder. Pillow. If you say it, say it with chat. <laughs> Alright, you just have to guess. Do you want to go to the toilet? you ever seen a baby pigeon? Uh, he's, he was good mates with Pablo Escobar, from what oh. I read. who? <laughs> sorry?
2: You're a pair of twats, you never know
1: that. <laughs> Hello,
0: and welcome back to Nostalgia FC Podcast, with your host, me, Drew. And me, George. Welcome back. This is uh, another episode in our challenge series, Sort Of. Uh, it is with a guest. Um, the guest you've heard before many times. Uh, and his
1: name is... Wait, who's saying it? Me, you or Owen? <laughs> i right, will do that again.
0: <laughs> so our returning guest is someone say his name. <laughs> <I> thought... <laughs> you still didn't answer who was <laughs> oh, that was your cue to come in.
2: All right, I'll don't come in with
0: your friends, people. It's <laughs> Owen. Owen's back. I'm back, yes. There we go.
2: You know, him at this point, I'm, we don't need to introduce
0: him. There we go. He's back. There <laughs> we go. Right. He's he's back. He's got McDonald's headset on. He's ready to roll. So <laughs> I am Owen. What are we doing?
2: Uh, well, we the three of us did underrated 11s not too long ago, a couple of months ago. So I've gone with a controversial one. I thought I'll do an overrated 11. Yeah. Ooh. So,
1: this time, I think in the underrated 11, we each chose an underrated 11 team. I got absolutely braided for mine, so I've decided to step back from this one and not do a team. Um, basically, what's going to happen is Owen has created the team, and me and Drew are just going to, I don't know, judge it, I guess.
0: Critique it. Yeah, absolutely
1: rinse yeah. it. I'm going to absolutely <laughs> slam it. Every choice. Yeah.
2: I've, I've deleted Twitter in. In lieu of the uh, amount of abuse I'll get for some of these choices.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll make you an account just so you can get abuse again.
1: <laughs> we'll do an out-of-context, Owen.
0: <laughs> right, so let's get straight in. Owen, what formation are you going for, and is it overrated?
2: In my opinion, it's an overrated formation. Some people like it, but it's 4-3-3 with the false nine. So the city... yeah i just i think not having a striker is overrated it's one of them fancy formations when
1: so so the formation that just won the league is is overrated yeah
2: yep that's the one (laughs) yeah okay it's a strong start (laughs) you'd say it's just won the league so how can it be overrated but why if it's overrated have they just gone and spent loads of money on a classic number nine in Erling Haaland. That's a good point. It's a
1: very good point. Very good point. But he's come prepared. I yeah. didn't expect that.
0: Right. So I'm ooh, glad, got fight I'm glad on they hand. signed
2: Haaland. Otherwise, I would have been screwed on that one. If they'd have not signed yeah. Erling Haaland, then that would have been like.
0: <laughs> so there, there you go. Pep's done you a favour. Nice one, Pep. Right. Yep. Owen, goalkeeper. Who we got?
2: Goalkeeper. I'm going to stand by this decision. It is uh, going back a few years. It's Peter Shilton. Peter oh. Shilton oh, is, is my overrated goalkeeper. Hang on a second. Yep.
0: All right, elaborate why. Okay.
2: Well, so when he burst through on the scene in the nineteen sixties at Leicester, they sold Gordon well. Gordon Banks, who went on to win the World Cup. So they sold a World Cup winning goalkeeper to keep this guy. And then they got relegated.
0: Right, but he wasn't a World Cup winning goalkeeper at the time.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: He was just a regular old goalkeeper.
2: Who won the World Cup like six weeks after they sold him. Was
0: Was (laughs) Shilton in the squad?
2: No, Shilton had only just come through to the Leicester squad at that point and they sold Gordon Banks, who would go on to win the World Cup within six weeks to play Peter Shilton.
0: How old was Gordon Banks when they sold him?
2: I don't know. How old was he when they were playing?
0: You know, he's bought. They, they were playing thirty years before we were born.
2: <laughs> but, you know, a goalkeeper that's going on to win the World Cup, they've got to be in their prime. Then they got I mean, re- they got relegated. Trying to think now, is that the case? Peter Shilton.
1: So, so your so your reason that he's overrated night. is the reason is because they sold. I know, is there more?
2: I've got more. Um, he okay. then got sold for another world record fee to to Stoke. And didn't win anything and got relegated again. Go on, go on. He refused to move to Manchester United because they wouldn't make him the best paid player at the club. But I think even now, Man United would probably not make a goalkeeper the best paid player at the club. Um... Even with De Gea. It's a shout. But I don't think they'd make a goalkeeper the best paid player. I'm more...
1: I'm more just thinking that the the hierarchy yeah, united crazy. at the moment is yeah. just is ridiculous enough that they let's be honest when someone gets on, offered a contract like Mbappe has been offered to bring whoever he wants in and out of the club a goalkeeper can, can probably be the highest paid player in the club yeah true. getting ridiculous now
0: but you know so just to backtrack are you insinuating that Peter Shilton is the reason why Leicester and Stoke both got relegated?
2: I'm saying that there's correlation. <laughs> right. I love it. Them both. And then I mean he, oh, played, it. he got knocked out again he milked the hand of God thing, but then you forget that Diego Maradona also scored one of the greatest World Cup goals ever in the same game.
1: Well I I would argue that the hand of God is one of the greatest goals. You'll never see it again.
2: Mm. Yep. <laughs> I'm
1: just I'm just <laughs> pissing off English fans left left, right and centre. <laughs>
2: Right, yep. let, let's move swiftly on uh, to your right-back. To my right-back. So, at right-back, we've got um, Michel Saldago, the Real Madrid right-back.
0: Yeah. So we in both barrels there. What's going- he has- why, why?
2: He ended his career at Blackburn when he was still in his like late 20s, early 30s, which shows just how the decline went. And he was just known for being hyper-aggressive, which that's it. He was known for being a hyper-aggressive defender. Yeah. And when you look okay, at... yeah.
0: But in that, in that in that era of football, mid-2000s, a lot of players from Spain came over to finish their careers. Got Ivan Campo, Fernando Ivan Hierro. Campo.
2: And they all did... Better. Ivan Campo got Bolton into Europe when he was playing for them. Saldago... Sure. Saldago played for a Blackburn team. I'm not saying it was his fault they got relegated. This one's this one's not a Saldago relegation. This is the yeah, Blackburn's owners were batshit crazy.
1: I'm but, noticing a theme, yeah. Owen. Anyone who gets relegated is overrated. What
2: good play- <laughs> Now nah, wait till the next one. Um, <laughs> okay. So, nah. Well, uh,.
0: For some reason, he's nicknamed Il Due, which means two in Italian. I don't understand that. I assume uh, he wore the number
2: two. He...
0: Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: He was a right back. <laughs> <That's pretty wet. laughs>
0: anyway, uh, he Just got absolutely absolute rinse there. Uh, <laughs> Steve McManaman once described him as a, yeah. a genuine psychopath, even in training.
2: Yep, I've got that in the in the notes. Just genuine psychopath, and then apparently off the pitch, he was just like, "I'll be a psychopath on the pitch." And then he left the pitch and he was just like, "Does anyone want a game of chess?"
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Chess over. Chess massively overrated.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't think chess is rated and it shouldn't be. I don't think this. <laughs> Have you not seen
0: the Queen's Gambit? Come
1: on, Queen's Gambit's a great program. <laughs> I've never seen
2: it. Carry on. Carry on. Let's just move on to the centre backs because this is yeah. one that's going to get me the most, sh- the most shit. Um I did actually I'm get quite a lot. I did actually get quite a lot of shit online when I did have Twitter over this pick, and it is uh, Mr John Terry. Okay, that's fine.
1: Oh, I I was. Told I was... I had to leave Harry
2: Maguire alone. When when yeah, we did tell when you when I, have to leave Harry I, Maguire alone. It's too when, easy to target. It's too, too easy a target. So I got told out to leave Harry Maguire alone. But um I also think
1: like, Harry about... isn't overrated because no one rates him. Like I don't think he can be known as that's overrated. <laughs> <Yeah>. He just <laughs> plays for United. It's just
0: Right, Why why is John Terry overrated? I mean?
2: Well, I mean we've spoken about how weird he was with like the full kit and the shin pads at the uh, Champions League final and the 26 minute testimonial that he asked for.
0: But don't oh, ask but... don't get. Come on. The first one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people have said he was one of the best ball-playing centre-backs. Like, putting him alongside. And they were like, who's best out of these? And I was just like... John Terry wasn't a ball-playing centre-back. I don't know who thinks he was a ball-playing I don't centre-back. Remember him, Exa- yeah, and it was just like, Virgil van Dijk, Rio Ferdinand and Sol Campbell were all in this, like, poll with him. And I was just like, they were all ball-playing centre-backs. And John Terry was not. So they're like, he always had, you know, Ricardo Carvalho, Marcel Desailly, or um, even Gary Cahill was a better ball-playing centre-back than John Terry was. And that's... So he was just, like, an old-fashioned player at an age where, like, old-fashioned players should have been started to phase out. But because he was just that old-fashioned bull, he sort of got rated a bit more highly.
0: Right. I'll allow it. I think I'm I'm with you a little bit. Just to throw this in the mix, not relevant to how rated he is, uh he co owns a custom swimwear company uh, called Thomas Royale with fellow footballers Sam Saunders and Liam Ridgewell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, no relevance
0: to anything you've just said, but
2: it's just weird, <laughs> Why? Isn't why,
0: why does he own why does he own that?
1: <laughs> Where have you plucked that from?
0: <laughs> Wikipedia, of course. <laughs> I'll just see a brief second while I Google how much it costs to buy said swimwear from tools. Yeah, 12. delete
2: your internet history afterwards, so yeah.
1: Is there a so picture I'm of him in it? Well
2: actually no <laughs> John Terry's modeling all the swimwear. <laughs>
1: or maybe it's yeah, Wayne it's Bridge's swimwear. ex-wife.
2: Oh. oh
1: they do they do matching lads and dads. <laughs> lads and dads.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John Terry is massively overrated. Do you much she charges for her swim shorts?
1: Probably go about on. seventy-five quid.
2: Fucking hell.
1: I also think as a, as a kid, you absolutely do not want to be wearing the same swim shorts as your dad.
0: Fucking like eighty-five quid for the privilege. What kid can afford that?
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to go with you don't want to wear the same swim shorts as John Terry. Well, that
1: too, as well, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well his swim shorts is a full kit, so he's got a full scuba suit on
2: <laughs> Socks and everything.
0: Right. John Terry, overrated. You've made your case. We'll we'll judge later on if we think he's overrated or not.
2: Yeah. Next uh, centre
0: back, who we got?
2: Uh, ex Newcastle player, Jean Alain Boomsong. He played for Juventus, okay. he played for Lyon, he played in the Champions League, and somehow he still made Titus Bramble look like an England international.
0: Yeah, you missed out Rangers. Come on, play for Rangers too. Yeah, he
2: played for Rangers in 2004. He still made Titus Bramble look like a good player. And people... Okay. He, he managed to play for Champions League clubs. He played 27 times for France when they had... Desai, Abidal, and Felipe Mexes all at like the height of their power, and he got in above one or both or two of them at any point.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I mean, I can't. I I knew this was gonna happen when Owen came on, but I'm still shocked by it. I, I don't know this guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Would it help you if you knew that he is the older cousin of Liverpool legend David Ngog?
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. Nope. I know exactly who he is. I know his whole family history now. I've got the family tree in front of me. It's good.
0: Right, so you're suggesting that Boomsong is overrated on the basis that he wasn't very good at football.
2: Yeah, and then still played for Juventus, Leon, Rangers and Newcastle. Yeah,
0: so either he's got a good agent or he's oh. better than you think he is.
2: Let's go with, he's got a great agent.
0: I mean, yeah, it could be that.
2: And
0: and also, he did play for Juventus when they were in Serie B after they got relegated.
2: Uh, It's still Juventus, though, isn't it? The names, the brand (laughs) is still there.
0: there. Brands, not quite the brand of Thomas Royale swim shorts, but anyway.
1: (laughs) Right, moving on to left back. Hopefully it's someone I do actually know. So, Owen, who's your left back?
2: Uh, you have heard of him. He is the ex-Manchester United captain. Ashley Young is at left-back. Oh, okay. So, I know he played okay. generally in defence as a right-back, but he, when he was at Aston Villa and at Man United, when you watched him, when he, was, he just had the cut in and hit it. And that was sort of all he had. And he still played... For England and for United, in and he captained them, and he played for so many years at the top level. When all he really did when he was in attacking was cutting and shoot, like a like a wish, Arjun Robin.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first. Ashley Young is a wish version of Iron Robin. He no, I, I okay. I will argue this one a little bit, just in the fact that he had a great cross on him. If he put the ball into the box, it was always back post and someone could be, like, if someone was on the end of it, it was a goal. I remember him having a few assists from that. I, I, I like Ashley Young. I don't think he was ever billed as one of, like, the best fullbacks or one of United's better players. I just think he was there. He, bit of an engine, like, just put a shift in, had bird shit in his mouth. Birds is in the actual birds, not women. <laughs> Um, well, I don't know. I don't know what happens behind <laughs> closed doors, if I'm honest.
2: Just...
0: Let's <laughs> so so move gonna say... forward to the central <laughs> midfielders.
2: <laughs> You're both going to hate this one. Like, I can see it already. It's a player that's won just just about everything. And he, he made one of your teams recently. And it's uh, the AC Milan central midfielder, Girano Gattuso. Uh, for those on the audio side of it, they've both just walked off no. because they do not agree with <laughs> no. it. I can't hear; I don't have my headphones in. In
1: what world? <laughs> in what world?
2: Right. No. Jesus! Well, if you look at that midfield: Pirlo, Seedorf, Kaká, Ambrosini. Now, I would have looked good. So
1: if I'm the really fact they're making <laughs> bad. No, sorry, I I disagree completely. Just, that means he is he good in the fact, up he, to pe- the fact that he. The fact that he looked
2: good. He just squared up to people. <laughs> The fact that he looked good alongside
1: never... those players means he was good.
2: He could have made me look good they could have made me look good in that midfield.
1: No he couldn't. No, no, they couldn't. I've <laughs> seen you
2: play out field. No, they couldn't. <laughs> all all I remember it was just he'd just square up to people, including the Spurs assistant manager.
0: Yeah, Joe Jordan had it coming.
2: <laughs> Joe Jordan would have Joe Jordan would have killed him. Oh, absolutely not! <laughs> two sons of madman—the pit bull. Yeah, I'm sorry, human I wrecking Jor- ball, wrecking Joe ball. Jordan had none of his own teeth and would have absolutely knocked him out. In fact, we watched—I watched, I watched the, that match with my dad, and my dad's words were: Joe Jordan would have knocked the mouthy little troll out in like five seconds.
1: I'm sorry, I disagree well, wholeheartedly yeah. with everything you said. You're wrong
0: too. You're wrong, and so is your offspring.
2: I also feel. You both no, Jordan
0: might not have any teeth. Catuso would knock his gums out. <laughs> if that's something you could do, I don't think it is. I
2: don't think it is, but
1: I like the I like the thought behind it. You can you can try and right, you can well, try and convince us, but I don't think you're going to. I reckon no. the fact that he played against those, like played alongside all those midfielders and still looked good, means he was a good player. Because if I played oh, against and
2: those,
0: still played by the way,
1: yeah. If I played alongside those players, I'd look fucking awful because I am awful compared to them. Bleep that.
2: They'd they'd make anyone look good, that midfield. If all you had to do was tackle, (laughs) which is all you had to do in that midfield because they did everything else. He did it very well.
1: Yeah. Just because he's not the same player as the others.
2: Daniele De Rossi did the same job and was a better player.
1: Agreed. I believe that Daniele De Rossi was a better player. Doesn't make Gattito a bad one.
2: I didn't Drew say disagree, that, I, I said, I said overrated. Right,
0: okay. Well Yeah.
2: His his managerial career is suffering a bit from Lampard syndrome where he's got this job based on the name. And if you look at his performances as a manager, some to quote him, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit.
1: <sighs> yeah, based on the name of him being a great footballer. Anyway, moving on to the next midfielder, Owen.
2: Oh, uh, Jack Grealish.
1: Agree. Oh,
0: come on now!
2: What is going on? <laughs> I've got some stats to back up Jack Grealish. This is a shambles. I've got Premier some stats. Premier back up League as
1: winning Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish.
0: Yeah. I've... You talk it right. So before you say your reasons, or before you give us your logic, right? Are you talking now, Jack Grealish?
2: Last season, Jack Grealish? Or all time, Villa Jack Grealish? All time. I think. Pre the last couple of seasons, Jack Grealish was suitably rated. So in the past sort of four or five years, he's become quite overrated. Especially being worth 100 million. I don't think he's worth 100 million.
0: I can get on, yeah. get on board with that. Yeah. I also don't think he's worth 100 million. Right. They paid the English tax on him.
2: Yeah, they paid the English tax. But if you look at it, During his... He's been a senior player since 2012. Yeah. He's played as a senior professional. So, since 2012, he's scored 36 goals. If you look at the similar stats of the Rochdale Ramos, Craig Dawson, since 2012, he has scored, as a centre-back playing in relegation teams, 34 goals. (laughs) two less as a centre back are comparing Jack Grealish to Craig Dawson the centre back if you're going to pay 100 million for an attacking player who's only scored two more goals than a central defender that's only worth 2 million you've got to really really have a look at it
0: so what you're suggesting is Pep should have signed Craig Dawson instead of Jack Grealish
2: I think he would have slotted right in in that defence
1: the only thing I'll say about uh, Jack Grealish is after City won the title, I've seen more of him on social media and stuff like that than I have in a City shirt on the actual
2: pitch. Oh, he, he does so much on social media. It's it's he's the new Beckham.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: oh, a hot take from a Liverpool fan. I really like Jack Grealish. I think Jack Grealish think is a good cool guy.
1: Oh, you meant it as
0: a he's guy? Absolutely. All right. I tell you what, his haircut massively overrated. It's <laughs> it, like it a rated by I like him as a player. I think yeah, he yeah, suffered from playing for Pep in his first season, trying to figure out what Pep wants from him. I think he'd be much better next season. There's, really, no, yeah, there's a really,
2: yeah, at Villa cool... when he had the free role, he really suited it at Villa with the free role, but perhaps more structured.
1: There's a really good interview after uh City won the title and he's on the pitch with the Sky Sports lot. And it's it's one of the mo- you know how people usually have like media training and don't actually give a lot up. He he's like so open about stuff. And he genuinely just says that he's he felt like this season he's been terrified because he's always felt like Pep's always watching him and like criticizing him and things like that where he hasn't had that in the past. It was a really like good interview to watch if you fancy watching something like that. So yeah, Drew that good- your your point sort of holds up in that aspect. I think he is like, yeah. it's different for him and it might take him a couple of years yeah. or maybe it doesn't work out for him, but I don't think it, I think he's a good player.
0: I think he, and we're going to coin this phrase right now, we're going to call it Zaha theory. Yeah. So he might suffer from Zaha theory a little bit where he's better as the big fish in the small pond.
2: Yeah. Rather I 100% than agree with that.
0: The small fish in the big pond. Much like Felipe Coutinho when he left Liverpool for Barcelona. And to quote my own self, the law or the, the theory of Wilfred Zaha, Zaha going to United didn't do it very well. Went back to Palace, smashes it for Palace. Yeah,
2: yeah, I I agree with that. I agree. Big
0: fish, small pond.
2: The a, a lot of the overratedness for me comes from the English tax, which has probably put about another what thirty million onto his price tag at least.
1: Probably even more, but it's um, it's the pressure that comes with that with the English media. The English media's got to be one of the worst in the world. Like,
2: oh, definitely. Like, not just
1: sport-wise in general, but just like, so he's got all <laughs> that thinking, they're just going to absolutely destroy me if I have like one bad game. Look at Paul Pogba. I'm not saying Paul Pogba is like, he's not been great for United, but he gets absolutely criticised by the English media. It's mainly because of his price tag.
0: Yeah, well, so uh,
2: Pogba, let's move on to the was, next central midfielder. Paul I Pogba. It's not Paul Pogba, <laughs> but in in the same vein, he he cost a lot of money, but his game plan doesn't fit. No, um, oh. no. This this ne- the next central midfielder is um, is probably not overrated now, but when he first appeared as a player, he was massively overrated, and it's um, Ross Barkley. So now I wouldn't, now I don't think he is overrated. Now, if anything, he's just, they've, they've figured him out. He's a bit forgotten about now, isn't he? Yeah. When he first came through, everyone was like, this is the new Wayne Rooney. This is England's next great. This is England's next great midfielder. But it never really clicked for him. and It's because he doesn't have Rooney's football brain.
0: Right, so what I'm gonna say Jack Grealish is the player that everyone thought Ross Barkley would become.
2: Yeah. I completely agree with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone put me out, that's a hot take. Put some water on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um all Ross you, You're not old, wrong though. Yeah, yeah. Ross Barkley's old youth coaches did interviews when he moved to Chelsea and it all started going downhill for him. And they just said it's because he doesn't learn anything. So he'll try something on the pitch because it looks cool. And if it doesn't work, he'll just keep doing it because that's a cool trick. Like, he'll try and go past the player four times and he'll never go past him, but he won't learn to pass the ball or... Um, yeah. Like, I'll, look, I'll have that as overrated. I'll, have, like, I'll
0: yeah. have that. I think he, again, suffered from being a scouse that played for Everton and broke through early. So he's always going to have the Rooney comparisons.
1: Tom,
2: they never going
0: to be able to live up to that.
1: Tom Davis, yeah.
2: I I quite like Tom Davis. It's, it's, it's going to happen yeah. with every. He's not great, but he's no, a grinder, isn't he?
1: So so do I. I'm I'm quite a fan of him, but I'm just like it's the same thing. It's just and it's like I'd love to say it was the same with Liverpool, but then you've got Trent, who came through as a youngster for Liverpool and supports the club, and then absolutely smashes it. Uh, you have McTominay coming through as a youngster for United, big fan, and he is one of the greatest players in the world. You know what I mean? It's just like you've just got that.
2: I will cancel this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. I can't believe you walked off for my one, but you wouldn't for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I walk off? I can't press the cancel button, which I'm about to do. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so um, I'll I'll move on into the centre forward false nine position. I think you'll fine pal. We do that bit. <laughs> oh, right. So we're going to move
0: forward into the center forward role.
2: So the center forward, the false nine um is Giovanni De Santos. The Mexican international. Okay. 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 I do like him. He was he was again one of them touted as a new Messi when he came out of La Messiah. And again, it's one of those ones where you suffer from the, the title. Like the new Rooney, the new Messi.
0: Similar to that of Bojan. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then Spurs signed him, thinking this is the Mexican Messi. We've got the Mexican Messi. And he he didn't really do anything there. He didn't even do anything at Ipswich in the Championship. Right. So to so all in all, it people thought he was a Mexican Messi. He's a striker, and he's only scored double digits. Uh, for any club he's played for twice.
1: How many clubs has he played for?
2: Uh, I did not mark that down, but it is quite a few. <laughs> Two. So it's Barcelona, Spurs, Ipswich, and then LA. So it's at least four.
1: Okay. He played for so, Ipswich?
2: Yeah, Spurs sent him out on loan to Ipswich.
1: Go from Ipswich to LA is a <laughs> is a pretty, pretty yeah. decent upgrade, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone knows that Ipswich
0: is the LA of England, England. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Dos Santos, I'll, I'll take it. I like it. I think I, yeah, I think that's the one I agree with most because he was like touted as, like you say, the next Messi. But if anyone gets touted as the next Messi, it, they're almost doomed for failure because you can't be the next Messi. No one will be the next Messi.
2: I mean, someone will get touted as the next Messi, and they'll come close one day. They won't be, and the they'll still be semester. a failure.
0: They'll, oh, <laughs>
2: they'll come close. Hansu Fatty,
1: mm. yeah, he could do it.
0: He's even got his number. So we've got one of your forwards. Two left. Who you got?
2: Uh, so I've got um, Giovanildo Vieira de Souza, who you may know by his nickname Hulk.
1: Ah, thank you. Ah,
0: alright. <laughs> <laughs> Which side is he playing on?
2: He's playing on uh the right. That's it.
0: I oh, bet I had no idea who you were trying to name there.
2: Yep. Yeah, I, I don't d- I'd His right. him as Hulk. Yep. He just wasn't Adriano, was he? As much as he wanted to be. <laughs>
0: okay. You are. I'm with you on this one. I think he's massively overrated. Yeah. He he had a marketable... All he ever did was score goals in Portugal, in Russia and in China. Three nothing leagues. No offence to those countries, but they're not quite Europe's top five countries.
2: Now now he's playing back in Brazil and, you know, doing a bit.
0: Didn't they just win the league for the first time in a long time?
2: I don't know. But he had a marketable nickname and he had some Brazilian sort of flair things, but he did only ever play in shit leagues.
0: All I you know what I'm on board with this one. I think again, was he called Hulk before or after he discovered that he was a bulky man, or did he? I think that's the nickname he got. Bulk up and then change his name.
2: I think it's the nickname he got for being bulky. Also, he's really creepy.
0: (laughs) He is very creepy. (laughs) Didn't feel forced at all.
2: Yeah, he's he (laughs) he divorced his wife, married her niece, and has now had a child with her niece, which means his kids yeah. are also cousins. Yeah. What a weird. Oh, I didn't even consider that that's yeah, rough. That is rough. Yeah.
1: So we 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 mentioned this in our Heroes vs Villains. I put Hulk in my uh, villains for that yeah. exact reason. For leaving your wife for what was it, her niece and oh, oh niece. I dunno, it just it's Yeah.
0: It's one of those things it that makes, seems illegal but isn't. Yeah, it makes It you should it be illegal, illegal it? but it's
1: not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just right, let's move on quickly away from that because that's just yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: All right on the on the left wing, it's your favorite. It's your favorite player. He uh, he finished top of Pele's 150 greatest ever players. He put a Pele in this team. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's done it. <laughs> I knew you'd like this one. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> oh, the rivalry of Nostalgia FC versus Pelé that he doesn't know exists <laughs> carries on. Uh, okay, so he, why is Pelé sued, rated?
2: If he sued you, you'd be screwed, wouldn't he? Uh, I think it was good for the time. And like because he only appeared in World Cups, people weren't used to seeing that sort of player then, so everyone was like, oh, wow, he's amazing. But then if you look at how he played then to how players are even like ten years ago, the difference is ridiculous. Like if you if you yeah. took so, Pele or R nine, I would have R nine in the team any any day. All right. Okay, I think yeah, all right. I, like
0: I, I, think like I tend
1: to agree with you.
0: Yeah. Because hey, you know what is overrated? Scoring goals in your back garden, counting them towards your final total. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is overrated? What
1: Making a top 125 players in the world and putting yourself at the top.
2: I still don't think he made the list. No, I think he I just don't. read he, the list, m- he, must yeah, not have.
1: he must not have.
2: Back when he was playing, stats men weren't really a thing, were they? There wasn't any like John Motson back then doing all the stats, so he could just inflate his own numbers. <laughs>
1: Just John Matson sat in a room, counting tallying down, (laughs) every single stack.
2: With an
0: abacus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like it. I'm with you. I like Pele being overrated. We have discussed in length our disagreement with Pele's logic when it comes to football. Uh, In fact, in the intro to this podcast, you will hear me say... Hella is Jay from in between us. (laughs) Yeah. Because football, completely, mate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. God. Anyway, moving swiftly on. (laughs) There's your starting 11. Do you have a super sub?
2: I do, but the more I look at it, the less I feel like he's massively overrated. He's probably a little overrated, not massively overrated. Tell us anyway. All right. As a substitute, he's perfectly rated he's a great substitute and it's it's um, Javier Hernandez so okay as a as a substitute he's perfectly rated i believe that he scored 35 37 goals in an, about 116 appearances or something for united which yeah is it's not bad I... you know i couldn't score that many for anyone so <laughs> but i think yeah. He, but you could play in midfield for AC. I could with them in instead there, of Gattuso. Yeah, easy, easy money. Put me in. They've just won Syria. Ah, I would only improve that.
1: <laughs> you heard it uh, first.
2: Yep, <laughs> it's a bold <laughs> statement. <laughs> but yeah, um, I th- he moved away from being the super sub to get regular game time. But I just don't think. When he had to work more for the goals himself, rather than come on, get on the end of a few crosses, put them in. When he had to work harder, it didn't always work out for him. Like at West Ham or at Bayer Leverkusen, it, it didn't always work when he had to start the full game. When it came off an impact sub, he was great. But as a yeah. starting player, I think he's probably a little bit overrated.
0: All right. Yeah. Okay. Again, I, 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 I can
1: see the logic there.
2: I can see it. Yeah, I got no qualms against it. Do you know what? I, I wanted, I wanted to wind you up and put Liverpool players in, but I just couldn't think of one that was overrated by media, that was actually properly overrated, because there isn't any. Oh, there probably is. Let's move on. Gone, gone, gone. Stevie G.
0: Yo, <laughs> you said Scott McTomin- right. I'm triggered. Right, this is cancelled. Everyone leave.
1: Yeah, I did. Right. I did come that, back I did in a that. minute.
0: George is leaving. We'll do the subs and all that crap afterwards. Come after the break. Okay, Owen, you've got three, three picks left manager, stadium, and kit. Let's see if you can make any more absolutely outrageous claims in these next three picks. I'm going to assume the answer is yes to that question.
2: The answer is definitely yes manager, to that question. So, manager. And I don't want people to start shouting because I understand he is a very, very, very good manager. But the reason I'm saying he's overrated is simply financial. And I think that might tip you off to who I'm going to pick. Any guesses? One you know about to say... Are you about to, you about to, to say on, Pep? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Pep, yeah.
1: Oh,
2: was, <laughs> I was going to say Frank Lampard, but I think he sunk his own ship with the shit show that he's doing at Everton. But
0: Everybody rates him, don't worry.
2: Like, yeah, they rated him at Derby and they rated him at Chelsea, but then he's managed to take Everton from five points above the drop zone to four points above the drop zone. But
0: yeah. Pep, he survived, so, just about. Pep.
2: He's a good manager. He's got a fantastic style of play. It's one of the most sought-after styles in world football. Tiki Taka is proven as a winning formula. Yeah. But the three teams he's managed have had limitless resources. Yeah, uh, yeah. I see. I see God, where you're coming God, from. God, so it's point. like
1: you, he couldn't go into like. I was about to say New, New, New. I was about to say Newcastle, but obviously he could go into Newcastle. Uh, yeah, he couldn't go into Burnley side and win the Premier League.
2: So if you look at Klopp with Mainz and Dortmund, he had success. That's before the, the near-limitless resources he's got with Liverpool. I uh,
1: disagree at... with that. I'm not a Liverpool fan, obviously, clearly. But he hasn't had anywhere near the resources that United, City, Chelsea have had Yeah. So in the time that he's won that league.
2: With his style with Mainz and Dortmund, definitely. He's had small budgets and he's achieved success, One the yeah. The league and Champions League finals with Dortmund. Mourinho with Porto won the Champions League. Yeah. And yeah, even if you look at other Barcelona coaches, when Pep was under Van Gaal, have gone on to win trophies using that style with a budget. So like Brendan Rodgers won with Swan won stuff with Swansea, Celtic and Leicester. Who. And he was he was one of the assistant coaches at Barcelona when uh, Pep Guardiola was also an assistant coach there. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad coach by any stretch of the imagination. I'm saying I'd like to see him take on a job with the budget of Porto or Mainz or Dortmund and see what he could do with that.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd argue the point a little bit that he it does take. And again, this is this is not like a. Obviously, it's a nice problem to have, but it does take a lot to manage the egos that you get at the top level of the game. Yeah, and I yeah I get that he has spent a lot of money on players that haven't worked out. For example, their fullbacks where they've spent about seventy oh, billion trying yeah. to find the right fullback combination. But
2: I yeah, I get I get the I get the notion on what nearly one billion on fullbacks, and they've only just sort of now worked out the combination of Walker and Cancelo. Is that right? I think it's cause I'm they...
0: sure it's 1 billion players rather than just fullbacks <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> 1 billion, Unless 1 billion on fullbacks Alexander
0: Zinchenko costs 999 million
2: <laughs> no it, it might be 1 billion on players but it's it's definitely the highest amount if you split it up by position is on fullbacks
1: yeah they bought a lot of fullbacks I believe that yeah that's fair Yeah.
0: okay right so you've got Pep managing this team Where are they playing?
2: Uh, So, for stadiums, all new build stadiums are my overrated thing. I just think they're all... Even the London Stadium is... It's just... They're all soulless bowls. But the one that I'm specifically going to single out is the Emirates. Arsenal Stadium. Because if you look at, like, Highbury, when they used to play there, that's when I sort of started watching football, so... And Arsenal were like the, one of the biggest teams around at that point, so I sort of fell in love with football, watching match of the day in Highbury in particular, with like the clock tower and all the players that they had, and how close they were to the pitch. Like you could so shake hands like him, but... with fans if you were taking a corner there.
1: Yeah, they were they were stupidly close to the pitch, weren't they? I remember the camera being really low at yeah, Highbury yeah. as well.
2: Yeah, like I mean, Highbury now. It's actually. it was actually when they stopped playing there it's a listed building so rather than demolish it they had to turn it into flats so you can live in Highbury oh.
0: is the pitch still there you'd pretty good if you got the flat in the middle of the pitch wouldn't you <laughs> <I should laughs> <a
2: ten>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think new build stadiums are sort of a bit soulless and corporate and whereas like if you look at those old I get that I get that the old stadiums. I like Tottenham's one like...
1: Me, and, me and Drew have been to yeah, Tottenham's one both that was quite nice, nice.
2: I don't that's, know what it's like on March day like for Tottenham but yeah that's why I like that Anfield are just they're not um they're not building a new stadium even though they have had the opportunities and the land they're ready to do it they're just refurbing it and upgrading it so you've still got the history and the the atmosphere
0: yeah yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I like it. I like it. So this this is more of like a, a notion rather than one individual place. You I mean you yeah. named the Emirates, but it's more the notion of new stadiums rather than old
2: stadiums. Yeah, the, the Emirates is the one I'm singling out because it sort of took away the
0: the feeling. As you hate Arsenal, don't lie.
2: I, honestly, I quite like. I'm an. Ars- I quite like Arsenal. To be fair, I shouldn't support my West Ham, but I do quite like them. When I started watching football, they were one of the first teams that I started watching.
1: Have you ever told your dad that?
2: No, he'd, he'd disown me. You have now. Yeah. He'll probably cut, listen cut at some from, point. Mark, he sends a fraud. <laughs> cut me off from the whole five pound of family inheritance that I've got.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <faces>. oh Jesus, <laughs> going in. Mark, right out the will, Put me in it. Come on.
1: <laughs> oh God. Right. right, before you
0: insult your family members anymore, yeah,
1: let's say, move on to the kit. So you've got an overrated kit, which surprised me because I don't know how this is going to work. But carry on.
2: I mean, it would have been easy to pick one of the recent England kits for the lads in CAVOS. You know, I know you know how much of a fan you are of them. But I've actually picked a goalkeeper kit and an and an outfield kit. Oh wow! Of course. So. The, uh, the goalkeeper kit is the Everton camo kit. Do you remember when Tim, remember Howard, Tim Howard wore his camo Everton kit? Because everyone was like, oh, that's super edgy and cool. And I was just like, it just looks a bit shit.
0: Yeah, I never understand camouflage kits that, or camouflage clothes in general, that aren't camouflaged to the area they're worn in. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. then surely they're not camouflaged anymore, they're just clothes. So in I a, in a football stadium, like... a, cam-
1: a camouflage kit would have been like a load of crowd, <laughs> just a load of people. Well, on if he's a goal- goalkeeper, it would
0: be it would be like <laughs> white lines.
2: <laughs> I mean, just, oh. imagine running through on goal. He's in camouflage. You can't see him. You think it's an open goal. Yeah. You go to shoot, and then boom! Surprised Tim Howard.
0: Boom, surprised Tim Howard. Boom, out of the quote.
1: Surprised Tim Howard. <laughs> Alright,
2: yeah.
0: so there's your goalkeeper shirt.
2: Um the the outfield shirt I've picked partly because I'd love to watch Pele play in a shirt with Maradona's face on it. But um partly because I just <laughs> the, Napoli shirt, it's yeah. the Napoli shirt. I just don't I don't get it. I don't like the face I don't like faces on kits. Like who's done the Bohemians have done the Bob Marley one at the moment. Yeah. It's got Bob Marley's face on and I just don't get it. Like I get, it's in a fingerprint because Diego Maradona is part of their identity, but I, t- I don't like watermark yeah, kits. Uh,
0: yeah, and that no, yeah, you're right. I don't. I, I agree. I don't like them either. I think uh, we've had seven kits this season. Did you know that they've released seven different kits?
2: Yeah, and three of them have got his face on.
0: Well, if you ask Pele, he's got about seventeen with his face on. <laughs> you Just haven't seen him yet
1: because
2: he's it's at home camouflage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've I I hadn't seen these shirts. I've just uh, searched them now. It's uh, it's a bit weird.
2: and actually made by Emporio Armani, is that right? I don't know. I've got a picture uh, yes. of a kit on my uh, notes. I'll just zoom in so I can see it. Yeah, they yeah,
0: are. No. So I've done it. But well, I found out a fact about. It's yeah, from Naples. I get that, but
2: we found out a fact about what's the castor that make Wolves' kits. Uh... One. Carl oh, yeah. told us the other day that um, Castor don't actually make the kits they just sponsor the area where the logo goes and then the clubs can make whatever they want so they can just design their own kits I quite like that That's. I think that if that's <laughs> true and Carl's not bullshitting us, that's a great idea <laughs>
0: Well he does think that Wolves kits made by Castor are gold and not orange so clearly <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> All right, there's all your choices in this overrated eleven, George. Yep. We're gonna go quick fire here. I'll say the name, George. You think you say whether it's overrated or not. Oh, so you're
1: saying all the names?
0: Yeah. Cool. I will also give my opinion, but I want to. I want to go quick fire here. Right, go. All right, you ready? Yeah. Four four three false nine.
1: Overrated or not? Uh, not overrated. Underrated.
0: I agree. Peter Shilton, overrated. No. No, I agree. Salgado, overrated. No. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I agree with Owen's logic. that okay. He shouldn't have been finished his script at Blackburn. John Terry, overrated or not? Yes. I'm going to say no.
1: Okay.
0: This one, you don't know his name. jean Arlan Boomsong. Indifferent. I'm going to say yes, he was overrated because he... Went for big transfer fees despite the fact that he wasn't that good. Ashley Young? Yes. No, I don't think he was. Okay. Gattuso? No. No. <laughs> Jack Grealish? No. No, I agree. Rock Sparkley? Yes. Yes, I
1: agree. Hulk?
0: No. I think he was. Giovanni Dos Santos? No. LA? Y- yes. I think it depends who's rating him. If it's Pele rating himself, then yes. If it's anyone else rating Pele, then no. I think
1: Pele was a great player. I think he's spoken about like as if he is the greatest player ever, and I feel like he did play at a different time, so it's hard to judge, sort of thing. Yeah, and it's like it's like going to hold. Javier Hernandez. Oh, go on. Uh, no, no, no. I agree.
0: Pep as the manager. No, I agree. Um, uh, new stadiums. Yes. I agree, uh, and the Everton, camo kit and the Napoli Maradona shirt. Yes, I agree. So there you go. We've agreed with like sixty percent of your choices. No, Some right. of them are outrageous. <laughs> I mean, you'll never be allowed back on the podcast for saying Patuio is <laughs> overrated. So it's been nice, having not you?
2: Yeah, you, you say that, but then I'll be back the next time you're stuck for a guest because I'm constantly free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> okay, so there we go. So, thanks for listening everyone I'm sure you'll all join us in uh, thanking Owen for joining us back on the podcast to deliver some outrageous football facts and overrated players if you agree or not remember to at Owen uh, on the Twitter account that we're going to make for him Um, so we get called out by fans on the internet again (laughs) if you want to go back and listen to our previous episodes we've got the challenge series, we've got the Euro specials we've got our guest episodes which will be coming back very soon uh, remember to subscribe on your favourite podcast provider so you don't ever miss an episode when we drop them. Uh, you'll notice we are dropping them at a faster rate nowadays because we remember that we enjoyed podcasting and we bring them out more often. Yes. So, uh, remember to follow us on socials, unless you're Owen, who doesn't have socials. Uh, you can <laughs> go also and email us, George Workley.
1: Nostalgiafcpod at gmail.com and our socials are nostalgiafcpod.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's us done for another week. So, next week... We've got the Father's Day special. Ooh. Which, is, again, is going to be a bit of a twist on our usual episode types. It's going to be a little bit different. And you may have guessed It, it is going to be with the return of our dads. Yep. Damn straight. So get ready for some Chris and Glenn action now on next week's episode. For the meantime, enjoy this episode. Enjoy the rest of the episodes. Tell all your friends. This is Stardew FC, and that was Owen Quilter-Cohen's no, how do you say it? Cone or Cohen?
2: Cone, as in like traffic cone.
0: Cohen, yeah, that was Owen Quill to traffic cones over 11. <laughs> and what a team it was! And what a
1: team it
2: was! Come on, what are you doing? Oh, am it? I doing it as well? And what a team yeah. it was!
0: I've been on this podcast, fifteen times you don't know to say that. Come on. <laughs> say. We're in Sparkly. No, ignore that face section. Oh, it's all going to shit. Sorry.
1: I think Drew just crashed. Sorry. If
0: it's like if something else is going to it's me. Someone so, reboot uh, no, it's him. my linker rebooting.